0: I'm Pastor Richard Gamble, and the following message is made available by First Baptist Church of Bastrop, Louisiana. To find out more about First Baptist Bastrop, go to www.firstbastrop.org. That's www.firstbastrop.org. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Heavenly Father, Lord, as we celebrate the birth of Jesus Christ, Lord, we we know that Jesus is the reason that we live. Jesus is the reason that we have to rejoice and to praise every day that we live. In times of sorrow and grief, in times of joy and celebration, Lord, Jesus, Jesus provides us a reason to rejoice. We thank you for that reason today. Now, Lord, as we open up your holy, inspired, and inerrant word, Lord, as we study what you have prophesied, what you prophesied long ago, Lord, let us see Jesus. And Lord, let us understand how the message that we will hear today applies to our hearts and our lives. Lord, show us our reason to rejoice. Yes, I pray in Christ's name. Amen. The prophet Isaiah wrote in Isaiah chapter 61 The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me, because the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and the opening of the prison to those who are bound to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all who mourn, to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garment of praise instead of a faint heart, that they may be called oaks of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that may be glorified, that he may be glorified. They shall build up the ancient ruins. They shall raise up the former devastations. They shall repair the ruined cities, the devastations of many generations. Strangers shall stand and tend their flocks. Foreigners shall be their plowmen and vine dressers, but you shall be called the priest of the Lord. They shall speak of you as the ministers of our God. You shall eat the wealth of the nations, and in their glory you shall boast. Instead of your shame, there shall be a double portion. Instead of dishonor, they shall rejoice in their lot. Therefore, in the land they shall possess a double portion. They shall have everlasting joy. For the Lord loves, for I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrong. I will faithfully give them their recompense. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. Their offspring shall be known among the nations... ...and their descendants in the midst of the peoples. All who see them shall acknowledge them that they are an offspring the Lord has blessed. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exalt in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself like a priest with a beautiful headdress, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels, for as the Lord brings forth his sprouts, and as the garden causes what is sown in it to sprout up, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to sprout up before all the nations. In Isaiah 61, the prophet here contrasts two very different dispositions, symbolized by by two contrasts of, of clothing, garments of mourning and garments of righteousness. Like Israel, we are all by nature clothed, and one set of garments are the other. So let us consider these two dispositions, these two sets of very distinct garments. First, Isaiah brings out that we, are, we begin clothed and garments of mourning. We begin clothed and garments of mourning. That's where Israel was. They were clothed in garments of mourning. You know, in ancient times, they had distinct clothes for times of mourning. They had what they called sackcloth. And when the ancients fell into a time of mourning, they covered themselves in sackcloth and ashes. Sackcloth was kind of like burlap. Kind of like this burlap. It's itchy. It's uncomfortable. They often wore it right up next to their skin because they wanted their their outward physical feeling, their outward physical appearance to reflect what they were feeling on the inside. They felt distress, They felt sorrow. They felt mourning on the inside. And so their garments reflected their inward disposition. And so they donned on themselves sackcloth, garments of mourning. As Isaiah is writing to the people of Israel, he is writing to them. You remember that Isaiah, he saw a vision from the Lord. Even though he was living in a time of of revival under King Hezekiah, he, he saw a vision from the Lord a day when God would send down judgment upon Jerusalem and Judea. And he would cause Jerusalem and Judea to be carried off into exile. Isaiah envisioned the day that Jerusalem would be in ruins, that the temple of the Lord would stand or fall into ruins and be burned to the ground. He saw all of this coming, and he told Israel, he prophesied about the day of distress, the day of devastation that would come. But then he gave them a message of hope, a message of hope that the Lord would bring them out of their devastation. But as he's writing to them, he is reflecting on the, on the fact that one day they would be in Babylon. They would live in exile. And when the Israelites were carried away into exile into Babylon, when Jerusalem laid in ruins, when the temple was brought to nothing, The people of Israel would don garments of mourning. They would don sackcloth and ashes. And they would mourn, Oh Lord, remember the day that Jerusalem stood strong. Oh Lord, remember Your temple. Oh Lord, we're in sorrow. We're in devastation. Oh Lord, see us in our devastation. They would don... Garments of mourning because of their devastation. And why were they in a state of devastation? Well, it was because of their sin and their rebellion against their covenant Lord. The Lord said, I will be your God and you will be my people. And I will protect you and I will take care of you if you will only serve me and give wholehearted allegiance to me. But Israel failed. They turned away from the Lord. They followed after idols. Idol after idol after idol. They they followed after these false gods, these gods that were no gods. And so God brought them to destruction. And he carried them out of the land of promise into the land of exile. You know, the picture of Israel is a picture of all of us. It's a picture of our own natural condition. Because in this life, we bear the garments of mourning. In this life, we bear sackcloth and ashes. We bear the garments of mourning because of our devastation. Romans eight twenty two says for we know that the whole creation has been groaning together in the pains of childbirth until now all of creation is in a, a state of mourning it is in a state of sorrow all because of our sin against our creator from the very beginning. When Adam and Eve chose not to follow God but to cho- chose to follow their own sinful desires and they for they partook the sinful fruit all of creation fell under the condemnation of sin the condemnation of rebellion of rejecting our creator And ever since the fall of mankind, all of man, and all of creation has donned the garments of mourning. And it's all because of our sin. It's all because of our rebellion against the holy creator, God. We groan because of sickness. We groan in sorrow. We groan because of war. We groan because of conflict throughout the globe. We groan because of sickness and death. We groan because of our rejection of a holy Creator. By our very nature, we don the garments of mourning. But Isaiah, he proclaims the good news. He proclaims the hope of a Savior who would come. One who would take away our garments of mourning and give us garments of righteousness you see, today you may not have a reason to rejoice. Perhaps today you are feeling the sorrow of this world. You are mourning and you feel that sackcloth resting upon you. You feel the discomfort of living under the condemnation of sin. You are the the garments of mourning. But let me tell you, the good news is that God has provided a way to shed the garments of mourning and take on the garments of righteousness. Christ has provided a way to exchange the garments of mourning for garments of righteousness. Christ offers us His garments of righteousness. Notice that these garments are garments of grace. In Isaiah 61, verse 3, he says, to to grant to those who mourn in Zion, to give them a beautiful headdress instead of ashes, the oil of gladness instead of mourning, the garments of praise instead of a faint heart. We have the garments of mourning, but God says, I grant them, I give them the garments of mourning of righteousness these are garments of grace dear friend there's nothing that you can do to clothe yourself with these garments of righteousness these garments of joy and rejoicing there's nothing you can do but it it is these, these garments are freely given to all who will receive them furthermore these are garments of salvation and greater still, their garments of, of pure righteousness. Isaiah 61, verse 10, I will, gra- I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall exult in my God. For He has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness as a bridegroom decks himself with a priest, like a priest with a beautiful headdress, and as a bride adorns herself with jewels. You see, in the ancient days, there were the garments of mourning, the garments of suffering, the garments of sorrow. But then there were the garments of celebration. Often more at the marital feast, the bridegroom would don himself in the, the clothes of celebration and the bride would, would don herself, cover herself with the clothes of celebration. That's what Isaiah is getting at. You are in a place of mourning, but, but don't worry, because God has given you the clothes of salvation. The garments of pure clean, snow-white righteousness. And He gives us these garments by sending His Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, to this world. We sang about Him this morning. About Jesus, the very Son of God who stepped down out of glory and he came to this world and he was born to the Virgin Mary and there in that stable she wrapped him in swaddling clothes and that baby grew up to be a man and this man was no ordinary man because he was the very son of God he was a man without sin even unable to sin. And he lived his life in complete obedience to his Father's will. He was clothed in garments of pure righteousness. And though he was without sin, he went to Calvary's cross and he bore our sin and our sorrow in our place. And there He offers us the great exchange. He offers to each and every one of us the great exchange because there on Calvary's cross, Jesus Christ, He took our garments of sin, sorrow, and shame, our garments of mourning, He took our garments and bore our sin and our sorrow and our shame and our place on Calvary's cross. And He gives to us His garments of perfect, pure, clean, unadulterated righteousness. Nothing that we've done. All Him. And in Jesus Christ, we can exchange that garment of shame for Christ's pure garment of righteousness. Dear friend, maybe today, your clothes... In garments of mourning. You feel the sin of this world. You feel the consequences of your own rejection of a holy God. Today, Jesus Christ offers you his perfect garment of pure righteousness, his garment of salvation. You're living in sorrow, but you can experience the pure joy of Jesus Christ if you will only make the exchange. Give Him your garment of sorrow, your garment of mourning. Give Him your sin, your guilt, and receive from Him His pure righteousness. And experience the joy of His salvation. Oh dear friend, today you have reason to rejoice. We have reason to rejoice because Christ bore our sin, sorrow, and shame to give His eternal salvation and perfect righteousness. Will you receive His righteousness today? Oh, Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank You for the wonderful gift that You have given us in Jesus Christ our Lord. Lord, though we were born in sin, sorrow, and shame, though we were born into a life of mourning and sorrow because of our rejection of Christ, by Your grace, We can receive the garments of celebration by receiving Christ's perfect righteousness. Oh Lord, if there's any today who don't know Jesus, Lord, I pray that they at this very moment would feel the weight of the sorrow. Feel the weight of those heavy burdensome garments of mourning. And turn to Christ to receive his perfect righteousness. This I pray in Christ's name. Amen.